best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I am joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, how you doing? I'm doing well, Jared. How about you? I'm not doing too bad. Excited to talk a little bit of baseball, Angels baseball. Well, not Angels baseball, of course, but uh, baseball. We will be talking baseball. Um, Shohei Otani going for 10 and, was it 10 and 10? Yes. First first two way to do that since... The babe himself, George Herman Ruth. Uh, what do you got? You think he's doing it as we're recording this during the A's Angels game, by the way? So, is he doing yeah. it tonight? Yeah, I like his chances to do, it, to do it tonight. Oakland struggling offensively. All the Angels really need to do is score a couple of runs, and you know, it should be hopefully the bullpen holds it down. But yeah, this, this should be the day he does it. With that, you come up with a giant issue, and that is scoring runs. You need them to score runs. <laughs> it has uh, been few and far between since that monumentous, monumental losing streak. Um, Angels are now one in 20. I said 24. Somebody said 27. I'm going to stick with my gut there. One in 24 when they score one run or fewer. How about that for a stat? That's not really that impressive of a stat, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I, I know. I just. You could look and everyone's probably. Just as bad in that. I mean, there are probably some teams that are a little better than that, but I had to. When, when you're 20 games under 500 or whatever it is now, like that's what you expect. You expect to be very bad in close games, and that's that's what it looks like. I mean, you you take those 23 games difference and you give them wins in those games, they're in the playoff hunt. You didn't hear? I don't think you heard the stat right. By the way, it's uh, when they score one run or fewer. Yes. Yeah. So they so they don't score that many runs. I know. Sorry, I, I had to throw it out there. I had to throw it out there. But I'm so, just saying, like it, it's not really. It. Yeah, it's I, Twitter, I, I know. But... I, I I was messing around with it on Twitter, and everybody got all upset. They're like, "No shit!" It was like, "Come on!" Like, 
one runner fewer they've scored in 25 games come on like that's like that's a lot to score that's a lot of games that's that a lot of games to only score one one run. or zero runs like especially when everyone was saying that this offense was going to be a top three offense in baseball not not just in you know the american league in baseball so yes that is a crazy crazy stat so and then actually just flip the script here a little bit i think uh, they have 13 shutouts this year yes I, only that two, is on, only like that's that's an, the that's yankees i think are the crazy. only other team yankees and mets i think it was yeah. and had mets 14. Have the i think they all had i think they all had 14 or the angels have 13 plus uh, yeah i think the yankees, like that, so. yankees had 14 and the mets had 14 the angels that's, had 13 but i mean the the mets staff is absolutely ridiculous they just got jacob de back max scherzer you know, has yet to be underpaid in his career. So there, there's something for that. And yeah, it, it's just unbelievable. When you look at those teams, the Mets, anytime they need a big outing from someone, they get it. And that, that must be nice to have. And the Yankees, you know, they, they've had some surprises this year. I mean, Nestor Cortez has been really, really good. Jordan Montgomery before the trade was good for, you know, good enough. Obviously they have Derek Cole and, and Jameson Tyon's been doing his thing. So yeah, very impressive. Uh, very impressive for both from all those teams. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. I I just that's super interesting. The Angels lead the or almost lead the league. They're second, third, I guess technically in the league in uh in shutouts as a pitching staff and and have scored one run or fewer in you know twenty five plus games, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, super super interesting. Just wanted to throw some uh, throw some fun stuff out there for you. So, and don't forget, you know, you mentioned also that the Mets have a crazy good starting rotation. Don't you dare forget about the combination of Reed Detmers and Jose Suarez. I'm not even gonna let you finish. So guys, as always, just want to thank you for watching and listening to this podcast here at talking halos. I know I had to throw in a little Jose Suarez there for you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> Big deal. Uh, he, he beat a double a lineup. Congrats. We'll talk about that shortly, by oh the way. God. If you want to talk about beating double-A lineups, we'll get there shortly. Yes. Um, we, we really will. Um, just want to thank you all so much for listening to and watching this podcast here at Talking Halos. If you're around YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe. If you are listening, go ahead and drop a review. Um, if you're on YouTube as well, drop something in the comments. Let us know how you like it, whether it's good or bad. Um, you can follow us on all of our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just look up Talking Halos. You can follow myself on Twitter at Jared underscore Tim's, Nate on Twitter at NateGreen34. And before we get to um, promotions, because we have to pay the bills, uh, go ahead. And if you guys are wondering here, yep, this is the Trout. I think it's the NFT hat is what they call it. Um, by Official League and MLB Paint. I could be wrong. Uh, thank you, Official League, for that. If you want to know what it looks like, just jump onto YouTube real quick uh, and go to this time and you can see it um but go get this hat it's pretty sweet they sent it to my way absolutely love it gonna wear this a lot more often um so thank you official league for that and guys give us one minute to pay the bills if you're watching us on youtube let's go ahead and keep this rolling we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences 
So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Nate, we mentioned it already that Jose Suarez shut out a double-A team, right? You mentioned that. It's fine. I give it to you. I give it to you. Now, the question that starts to that starts in everybody's mind is, can the Rocket City Trash Pandas who are – hold on. Let me get my stats here for you. Um, can the Rocket City Trash Pandas beat the Anaheim Angels right now? The Angels. Wow. Um, I, and, and before, like I said, before we get going there, the angels have uh, the rocket city trash pandas have nine of my top 11 prospects I know. in the I angel know. system right now with some one or two that have some MLB experience in there as well. And she's still Seth and I possibly a couple other guys in there. I know Aaron Whitefield is out for the, for the year there. They just brought up Zach Neto as well. The first rounder, he's going to be working, working out in double a, um, Rocket City is 59 and 44 right now. The Angels are 47 and 63 at the moment as we're recording this. It could be 48. I don't know. But it, it brings up a valid question. Do you think the pandas, trash pandas, could beat the Angels? I, I think that there would be a a very, a very good chance. I mean, baseball is one of those games where anyone could beat anyone on any given day. I mean, that's why you see, you know, the Yankees losing games, even though when they play, you know, the, the Pirates or whoever you want to fill in the blank with worst team. Um, but yeah, I, I think they, they definitely would have a shot if Kai Bush is starting and, and, you know, maybe using Sam Bachman out of the bullpen and, and just really using their best guys to win the game. I like, if it's a one win, like win or go home one game, I think the pandas have a shot to win the game because they would do everything they possibly could. They would have Bachman available. They'd have Bush available, still Seth available. You know, if they, if they really, really wanted to, I mean, this line, the Angels lineup right now is there's no Mike Trout, there's no Anthony Rendon. It's if, is if, Andrew Velasquez starting? If we were to go, hang on. So if we were to go position for position right now, right now, think about this. All right, the Trash Pandas, and I'm gonna probably get it, maybe one or two of these wrong. Um, you go Ohapi, Stassi, first base, uh, Ohapi or Stassi. That's a valid like it's, question. It's very close. One, right? It's there, very right? close. <laughs> you go to first base and it's Walsh or Detroit. For the sake of being, for, for the sake of it, I don't, I'm not going to say Mayishan, Mayaton. I'm going to actually say Sonny Deshara. Yeah. And who you're picking? Wins, Deshara wins that one. Because, well, he and here's, the, here's, here's this as well, by the way. The, the, the Trash Pandas are starting a lefty, right? You're yeah. starting Bush, lefty against Walsh, which Walsh can't hit lefties very well. You go to second base and it's probably Levon Soto or yeah. it's either, Le- it's Levon Soto at second base or 
who we say David Fletcher, Luis Renifo right now. Yeah, Renifo. Let's say Renifo. So I take Renifo over Soto. Um, yep, and by I the agree. way, I think I think Levon Soto, for those who are wondering, is a better hitting Andrew Velasquez. Who, speaking of, of that, at shortstop, you're taking Zach Neto or uh, Andrew Velasquez, or should we say David Fletcher? Oh. Say Fletcher because you're putting out the best lineup, right? Because you can't start you can't start Velasquez. So Zach they Neto have. or David Fletcher? <laughs> who Zach Neto or uh, David Fletcher? I'll take Fletcher. I'll take. I think I. I know you're not a big Fletcher guy, but I mean, I don't think Neto is ready for big league pitching. What? I, I think if you were to, if you were to put a guy out there like a legitimate starter out there like a Patrick Sandoval or Reed Detmers, like if you're putting one of the the best pitchers the Angels have out there. That's going to be tough for Neto. Uh, it's going to take him some time to adjust. Just go change up away. So if it's Sandoval, I agree. If it's Detmers throwing the, throwing the slider and curveball in, I think Neto would hop on one. Um, besides the point, though, besides the point, you go to third base, and I'm taking Jeremiah Jackson over any third baseman at the moment, right? Yeah. Phil Gosselin? Phil Gosselin, Jose Rojas, whatever the heck you put out there, yeah. You're taking Jeremiah Jackson? Yeah. All right. Let's go to the outfield. This is where the Angels are probably going to be a little bit better. I think we take Joe Adele in left over Jordan. Let's let's for the yeah, sake of just it, put Jordan, Jordan Adams because Adams they're the same player. Very similar, yeah. But I'll take Joe just, Adele at the moment. I'll take Joe Adele. Yes, major league yes, experience. You go to center field, and it's who's playing center for the Angels right now? Stephen Duggard. Stephen Duggard, or so again, this is where it kind of gets interesting. You're taking Stephen Duggard or Bryce Teodosio. Tidocio is an undrafted free agent, by the way. Yeah, Duggar probably wins that probably barely, Duggar. but and then it's you go to right field close. and it's Taylor Ward over probably anybody in a sense. And then, well, and we also forgot they're probably starting. Angels are starting Shohei Otani, right? Yeah, that, that's true. So and Shohei Otani's DHing, so Maeton's DHing. I think it would be, I think it would be an interesting game. That would be a really good game. Yeah, yeah. It's which sad. Is sad, <laughs> exactly. Which is sad, but kind of interesting to to say the least. So. Um, with that being said, I mentioned it before. Zach Neto got promoted to Double A after a s- small seven sample games. size, seven games in Tri City. Um, we'll get to why we think this happened, but how do we feel about Zach Neto getting promoted? So I, I'm excited for him. I, I think that he definitely um, needs to be with the rest of the guys. I think that Perry's really trying to trying to uh, get everyone in double-A to, to get used to a playoff run, first of all, which, you know, that's not going to happen anywhere else from the looks of it. So Perry's going to really put the the core together in double-A and say, okay, this is what it looks like to be part of a pennant race. This is what it looks like to be in a playoff game. Uh, this is what it looks like to face somebody's best every single night. And I, I think it, it makes sense for everyone. Uh, you see Sonny DeCharles already there. Jeremiah Jackson's there. Uh, Neto's there now. Ohapi's there. Like a, plethora a lot of the guys. pitchers, a plethora of relievers. Yeah. So, so, and when those guys get into the playoffs, they're going to be facing guys that are, are very close to big league experience if they don't have big league experience already for the Kai Bush, the Sam Bachman, uh, the Chase Silseth, whoever it is, fill in the blank. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is this is part of the growing experience for them. They they really need to learn how to win, and they need to ha- to learn how to play in these big games. And that's that's something I talked about with the Orioles too. When me and you talked off the air, it's like the Baltimore Orioles are are learning how to win. They're learning what it's like to be in a playoff race. So hopefully, a year or two when they, when they have a shot to be in this thing, they they I mean they could end up in the playoffs this year. But 
if they don't, it's a big, big learning experience for these young kids who probably haven't seen a, a playoff like atmosphere like the one they're playing in right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's something that the Angels had been missing. Um, and by the way, coming into today, the Angels as an organization were 306 and 303. Um, this is the first time I've seen them over 500 in as an organization in quite some time. Um, this is the first time multiple, multiple, multiple teams are over 500 for the first time. Um, and I cannot stress it enough. And I thanks to the trash pandas, by the way, for that. Well, it, it, the ACL angels, by the way, are, I think, uh, almost 10 games over 500 and the DSL angels are about seven. Um, the, uh, the salt Lake is only like three games under, uh, inland empire is four or five games over 500. Mm -hmm. I think we know what the angels are in tri city. It's impossible to win there. So, um, Everyone has to play there, though, so they could, somebody's got to win those games. Yes, that's fair. That's fair. But, again, there's a reason why the Angels aren't throwing anybody really there on the hitting side of things, and, you know, pitchers are going to be able to pitch there. I think we talked to mm -hmm. – we talked to Connor. Well, I, I, I don't think we yeah. did. We, did yeah. we, we, yeah, we, we talked did. to Connor. We did uh, – Connor Higgins, who's there right now, and he just – he said, in Tri-City, the ball goes nowhere. Like, it's fun to pitch there, you know. And um, you can imagine they play 60-something games there, 72 or something like that. I don't remember exactly how many it is. Uh, that That's not fun to hit there. So it doesn't surprise me at all that Neto got a certain number of games in Tri-City. And seven, and then five, four or six of them, five of them, well, technically six of them because I think he had a day off, but five of them were in Vancouver where you hit well. So when he had a home run there, he hit a triple there. Um, and then they didn't let him go back, basically, which is just super interesting. By the way, Connor Higgins was uh, Zach Neto's uh, roommate. Oh, nice. Way, so something to talk about, something to talk about in the offseason. So. But, yeah, um, why the Angels don't send offense to Tri-City is interesting, especially. I mean, they, they do, but not for, hopefully not for long periods of time. I mean, Jordan Adams was there for a little bit. Kyron Paris was there for a little bit. Zach Neto was there for a little bit. Um, Neto obviously being the, the least experienced guy at Tri-City, but Paris and Adams spent close to two months there at least, right? Well, so, Paris is still there. I thought he got sent down. He's, but, he went back to Tri-City. Oh, he, okay, uh, when, Neto, when Neto got okay. – Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so it's it's – I'm surprised also that Kyron Paris isn't up in double A, but there is no room for him. So it makes sense. Um, I know that he's batting 190 or something, but the league average is 230. And I think he has a 90 WRC plus. So it's like you put him anywhere else. And I think that he's going to hit decently well. Um, at least be a 250 hitter some places with good speed. I think he has 20 stolen bases or something pretty close to that. So and 20 doubles as well. I think so. he's only been caught one, one or two times this year too, which yeah. is something very very yeah. impressive yeah so for it's, a base dealer yeah and I, I i've mentioned i mentioned this today to somebody and they were like why are people sending them to tri-city you know and i was like well you got to teach them how to fail i think that's the main reason for tri-city at the moment is teaching some of these young younger kids who have succeeded their entire careers how to fail so if that's pitching you know you send them to triple a right you let them go fail in triple a because they've never failed before if it's hitting you go send them to a plus where they can just go and suck in a sense, in a nice way. They would suck. They're not going to be good, but they learn how to fail there and they learn how to cope from failure because that's actually a big thing. Would, would you agree? 
Absolutely. And I think that's one big thing that a lot of prospects don't don't get used to is the failure. I mean, this game is is a game of failure. You're going to fail seven out of ten times, and you're still considered really, really good. So um, for you to have a tough time with uh, with failing, it, it, it definitely dawns on you, and it makes it a lot harder to be successful. But that that's one thing that guys, especially young kids, guys that come out of high school, typically those guys struggle with failure because – they never fail in high school. They're the best player. They're hitting 500 plus typically if they're that good of a high school player. Some guys are hitting 700. I, I think Andrew Jones's kid hit close to 700 this year. I hit so, 800 in double A. Yeah, there you go. So so these guys, these guys don't really uh, a fail. And so they get into the minor leagues and that's kind of the hardest thing for them to do. But once they learn how to fail, it makes everything a lot easier uh, because you are going to fail. You're going to have to times in the big leagues um, where you're not going to hit every day. You're going to have times where you're 0 for, 0 for 5, 0 for 10, 0 for 15, whatever. Maybe it's even 1 for 15 or 2 for 15, but but still you're going to have those times. And, you know, you have two options. You can sit and sulk and, and continue down that rabbit hole of 0 for, 0 for 15 or 2 for 15 turns into 2 for 20, 2 for 25, and you get sent down. Or you can go from 2 for 15 to – Hey, I'm just two hits away from being right back where I need to be. And now all of a sudden you're four for 17, five for 18. It's like, oh, you know, it's not as bad as, as you might've thought. So that, that is a a big thing. I don't know if he was there long enough personally to, to really learn how to fail. I mean, you're only there for seven days. You're not really having to cope with anything. It's really like, Hey, even if he was having a tough time with failure, he's getting called up and no matter who you are getting promoted, to the next level, you're going to be excited. So it, it's tough to see where he was on that end of things. But so I, I don't even know if he really needed to be there. I agree. I don't think he needed to. I don't know what the thought process was there. I don't know if we'll ever find out what the thought process was. I'll try to figure it out. But uh, but yeah, we'll we'll kind of wait and see on that behalf. Um, but yeah, and back back to Rocket City, by the way. Um, there's something special going on there. Like I have not, I haven't seen this happen before. I know the Angels farm system isn't great, but the fact that there are this many prospects there right now, it's interesting, right? Like you look at it and I'd say at least 15 of my half of half of my top 30 is in Rocket City right now. Now, what is this? What is it like? I've been trying to figure it out. Like I said to myself, what does this mean for the Angels next year or the year after that? Like you don't have to. You you've created depth. Is that fair to sure. say? You're creating depth. You got you got the 30, 28th ranked farm system, 29th ranked farm system. Like no matter creating no matter depth. what you're. You're Define kidding. depth. I mean, they technically have depth right now. Andrew Velasquez is depth. No, 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 no. Andrew Velasquez is depth right now. No, when so, you're reaching into trip, when you're reaching into AAA and don't have anybody to take, it's a little bit different than the depth that they're creating right now. But like, we don't know if these guys are going to be anything. Is don't. my point. So, no, so you you technically haven't created depth yet. You are on the verge of creating depth. Sure, you've got guys who have potential to be depth pieces and maybe even better than depth pieces, but they haven't proven anything yet. You know, saying to Charles, what, 15 games in? 
Can't Zach Neto is what? Can't get, around seven, in the, can't get around to the fastball. Neto pulls too much. There's lots of work on there. There's, there's seven games. You know, some of these guys are 10, 15 games into their, their minor league career. It's really hard to say they've created depth when, you know, this time next – or, you know, first couple of weeks of the season next year, saying to Charles probably in double A again. Zach Neto is probably in double A again. Jordan Adams is probably in double A again. Um, Levon Soto, maybe he, he finds his way to triple A, but, you know. Jackson, triple A. Maybe, you know, Bush, Jackson. Bush, triple A, working for a. I don't even know if you bot. put Bush in triple A. Bachman's definitely going to. Bachman's going to go back to double A. So they're, they're definitely. Bachman, double A. Crow's interesting. Have, like I said, it, it's not depth until they've proven something. They're, they have a chance to to start to obtain depth. They, they do. They, they need to get more pieces. They need to get better. Uh, from the top down. So some of these guys that are in the big leagues can actually become depth because some of these guys playing in the big leagues should not be on a big league roster. So yes, they are close to accumulating depth, but I'm not going to say that they have depth because we still don't even know if Zach Neto is, is good enough to play every day in the bigs. We don't even know if Zach Neto is good enough to play, you know, two or three times a week in the bigs. I I'm sure he will be, uh, but Every prospect has that, you know, that question mark around them, no matter how talented they are. I mean, uh, Kalenic was the most talented prospect ever for forever. And and now he can't hit, he can't hit a fastball. Like he, he can't hit my weight. You know, he's hitting Andrew Velasquez's number. So it, it does happen. We've seen it before. And obviously Angel fans are going to be skeptical of, of the prospects because of the Brandon Woods and, you know, you don't want to bring up Dallas McPherson, but you know, he got injured and, and that sucked for him, but he was on his way to being a good player. Casey Koshman probably didn't have the, the pop that you wanted him to have. And well, Mark to share, you know, man. he did turn into Mark. He, he turned into Mark to share for half a year, which was fantastic, but which turned you know, into Mike Trout. Yes. It's just fantastic. But you know, so some of these guys, you've seen it a lot of times in baseball where everyone promotes these prospects to be the next thing. And when you're the 29th ranked farm system, it's very, or 28th ranked farm system, depending on who you ask 27th, they're between 27 and 29, depending on which website you're on and who you're talking to and things like that. But when you have that kind of a farm system, it's very hard to be like, Oh, we've got five, 10 major leaguers in double a. Like for sure, major leaguers, and that's no dis- disrespect to anybody in Double A. That's no disrespect to anyone in the Angels organization. These guys could turn out to be way better than anyone thinks. Just like some of these top prospects could be way worse than anyone thinks. We really don't know, but that should not change the plans for the Angels this offseason. That you still need to get a shortstop. You still need to get an another bat, probably two bats, a shortstop and another bat. You still need to get two or three pitchers. Probably, if you're doing things correctly, you're getting two pitchers. If you're going to do a five-man rotation, I personally don't think that'll work. So you need three pitchers, and then you're probably needing to get two minor league free agent type guys that could help be depth for the pitching rotation. I know you have Kai Bush. I know you have Sam Bachman, Chase Silseth, whatever it is. But you need guys that are used to being in a major league locker room for more than two weeks. I don't disagree with you. I don't at all, so they're close. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're close, but it's it's not as close as you want to make it out to because we still have to see these guys perform. That's fair. 
I give it to you. I will. But you have to like the way that this organization is doing stuff in the minors. I like that they're winning. I think that's a big deal. I think I think that's not talked about enough. You look at some of these really good teams and you see what happens in their minor league systems that they win and and winning breeds more winning and a winning attitude just continues on as you continue to move up and move up until you get to the big leagues and you just aren't satisfied with being just good enough. You're satisfied with winning. You're not satisfied with, Oh, you know, we play, I played a good game, but we didn't win. That's not good enough. And so I love the fact that they are winning baseball games in the minor leagues. I love the fact that, the Trash Pandas will be the first playoff team in a long time for the Angels. Um, I think it's very, very important for the growth of this franchise. So that is probably the biggest thing this whole season has has come out is that the Angels have a playoff team somewhere. And yes, it's in the minor leagues, but you look at, you know, Tampa Bay is always in, in, the, in the playoffs. The Dodgers are always in the minor league playoffs. The Cardinals are always in the minor league playoffs. You look at these really well-run organizations – their teams are always in the minor league playoffs, whether it's single A, double A, triple A, one of those teams is in the minor league playoffs. And that is absolutely important for growth because these guys, if, if you're okay with going, you know, 25 and 40 or whatever they're going, you know, in, in a half, because some of these, these leagues are going by halves um, and you end it, end the season, you know, oh, we missed the playoffs by eight games, but it's okay. We didn't play a playoff game, but I had a pretty good year. Like, that's going to be the attitude they continue with. Like, yeah, everyone wants to win, but I mean, I get paid to put up good numbers. I don't get paid to win. So that's, what's going to be the attitude is, Hey, I put up good numbers. I'm on my way to getting paid. Not, man, I just want a world series ring, or I just want to taste a playoff game, a playoff win, you know, whatever it is. So I, I think that the trash pandas being in the playoffs is the most important thing of the entire season. Absolutely. First time since I'd have to go back and check 2016, 2017 um, since an angels or organizational team, minor league team has uh, made to the playoffs. So um, I think Tampa swept throughout the org last year. I think they won championships at every single level. Um, We talked, you know, we talked to you about that. Kenny Rosenberg, that was, that was the biggest question. I think we asked him was about the winning mentality there. And, and you bring up the Dodgers, the Dodgers have the best record in triple A. Uh, weird how that works, right? Good depth, you know, it works. So Cardinals are always in the playoffs uh, too, yeah. and the Cardinals are in the like minor league World Series. Like it feels like every year with one of their orcs, and you look at the depth that they have, like even their depth that you're not even that excited about. It's like, oh well, you know, four guys have gone down. Nolan Gorman's a top prospect. Somebody got hurt, and they got Donovan coming up, and that guy goes off, or or they get um, they get Lars Newt Bar up what who uh, who's fantastic right now. He's playing out of his mind, which is unbelievable. But yeah, he comes up, huh? The yeah, it is. Love the name. Former teammates, so I had to bring him up. But um, he he's playing out of his mind right now. And, like, you just look at the depth that these teams have where it's like, oh, we'll just call up this kid. We'll just call up this kid. And they just perform. And, and they're just so used to winning that they get into a clubhouse where it's like, hey, Brewers and Cardinals are, are fighting for, for a division right now. And, and these guys are just like so used to being in a competitive environment, you know, fighting for a playoff spot, fighting for a championship. So it, it is absolutely huge for these guys. Winning is infectious. So that's, I think we'll end this one here today. Uh, I just want to thank you all for listening to another fantastic episode of Talking Halos. Uh, if you could subscribe wherever you are listening or watching, of course, go ahead and 
there's the hat for you guys. Go check it out on, on official league. If you like it, uh, let them know I sent you. I don't get anything for it, but, uh, but yeah, they sent it to me and it's super cool. So I'm going to keep wearing it. Um, if you could go ahead, follow us on all of our social medias, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can follow myself on Twitter, Jared underscore Tim's Nate on Twitter, Nate green 34. And guys, thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.